Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Parents, this episode of Kids Bible Stories is sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible Translation and the brand new Explore Bible for Kids. Buy your copy today from lifeway.com and get 50% off using code KBS. Hello again, and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Today's story is called, O Little Town of Bethlehem. And this comes from Micah chapter 5, verse 2, John chapter 3, verses 16 through 18, and Luke chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. To remember what Christmas is really about, let's turn in our Bible to Micah. Micah was a prophet. That means God chose Micah to speak for him and teach others what he was told. God used him to tell of things that would happen in the future. There are other prophets in our Bible, too. Have you heard of Isaiah? Yep. Well, he was a prophet like Micah. Well, one thing Micah was told to proclaim was the coming of a Savior. Everyone, shout out our Savior's name, the one Micah taught about. Ready? Set. Go. Say it out loud. Jesus. Very good. Micah is telling details about where Jesus would come from. And what's crazy is he was saying this hundreds of years before it even happened. Well, I mean, I guess if God was telling him this information, then of course it would be right. Because God knows all. So I shouldn't be surprised. But still, it's pretty cool. I mean... The weatherman doesn't even get the weather right, predicting tomorrow's weather. In three, two, one. Welcome, everybody. For tomorrow's forecast, you can put those umbrellas away and get out that sunscreen because it's nothing but blue skies. What? He didn't call for rain. Now I'm going to be soaked. But the prophet Micah was right hundreds of years before Jesus' birth because God always keeps his promises. Let's hear what Micah tells us about the birth of Jesus. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah. Psst! Ephrathah is an old name for Bethlehem. It means fruitful We typically just call it Bethlehem. Okay, back to Micah. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me, one who is to be ruler in Israel, 
whose coming forth is from old, from ancient days. Thanks, Micah. So God used Micah to tell the world the king of all kings, Jesus, would be born in Bethlehem. Did Micah make it sound like Bethlehem was a big, important city? No. No. He said it was even too little to even be counted among the clans of Judah. So picture Bethlehem as a teeny tiny dot on a map. A place no one really knows about. Hey, where are you headed? Oh, to Bethlehem. Where? Hmm, never heard of it. Why is this incredible? Because God is showing us once again that he isn't impressed by things that are popular, big. Oh, wow! He isn't impressed by money or talents. Well, look at that! He used a small, unimportant town, Bethlehem, to be the place where the Savior would be born. That would change the whole world. God is showing off the love and freedom He gives us by having Jesus born here. Now, let's hear how God made it all happen just as He said it would how he got Mary and Joseph to Bethlehem at the right time. We turn to Luke chapter 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. A census is kind of like counting all of the people who live in an area. One, two, three. Everyone went to their own town to register. Everybody, listen carefully. You must return to your hometown to register your name. Do we have to? I mean, I'm busy this week. Yes. That's what I just told you. Caesar Augustus demands it. Now I suggest you get going. So Joseph packed a few items, maybe some water and food, and helped pregnant Mary get ready for their long journey to go and register his name. What items would you pack on a trip? I would definitely pack new clothes, water, and food. Thanks for sharing. Remember, back then, there were no cars or trains. They had to walk. They also didn't have giant suitcases so they could pack just a few things. And on top of that, Mary was very pregnant. Say out loud who she is pregnant with. Who is the baby in her stomach? 
Jesus. That's right. Mary and Joseph said goodbye to the town of Nazareth and made the long trip to Bethlehem, the town of David, because Joseph belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. And guess what happened next? While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. And she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Wow. So listeners, Was Jesus born in Bethlehem? Yes. Yes. God told Micah to tell the people that this would happen. And it all did, just as God said it would. But at first, Mary and Joseph were in the town of Nazareth. So what did it say God used to get them to Bethlehem? Caesar? Counting the people. Yes, the census or registering their names. God uses all sorts of people, events, and things for his plans. God sent his son to be born that night. And why? In our Bible in John chapter 3, it says this. For God loved the world so much that he gave his only Son. God gave his Son so that whoever believes in him may not be lost, but have eternal life. God did not send his Son into the world to judge the world guilty, but to save the world through him. He who believes in God's Son is not judged guilty. He who does not believe has already been judged guilty because he has not believed in God's only Son. So why did God send his son Jesus? Answer out loud. To save us. You see, the Bible just told us that Jesus is not shaking his head and wagging his finger at us or yelling at us that we have messed up. Instead, it says Jesus was sent to rescue us. We have the best gift of all. This Christmas, after all the presents are unwrapped and the toys played with, eventually, they may lose their splendor and not be as exciting as they used to be. But we have something that will always remain perfect, amazing, and never-ending. It is God's love. The best gift we have this Christmas is God sending His Son, Jesus. Well, that is it for our story today. Thank you so much for joining us. 
If your family is able, you can pull out a map and find Nazareth and then Bethlehem to see where Mary and Joseph traveled. You could also listen to the song called O Little Town of Bethlehem as you prepare for Christmas. Thanks again for listening. Merry Christmas, everyone. And, as always, bye for now.